Thank you for listening to Two Brothers and Another. Just a reminder that this episode is recorded on the internet and may result in some technical difficulties. Other than that, thanks for listening and enjoy the listen. Welcome in to the Two Brothers and Another podcast. I'm Dan. Nick, unfortunately, could not make it, so it's really just one brother today. Um, I'm a soul brother, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but I do have two guests with me um, to talk about The Expanse, the TV series on Amazon Prime. So my two guests here are Will and Francis. Welcome in, guys. you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Will. Uh, I've been on the show before. Uh, I'm a software engineer that lives out in Connecticut. Um, so yeah, happy to be here and we'll, uh, have Francis introduce himself. Yep. Hi, I'm Francis. Um, I met Dan in college, so we've been friends ever since. And I'm glad that I got Dan into the show. So I'm glad to be talking about it. Yeah. I have to give Francis props here. He's the one who uh, got me into the show. So, uh, you know, definitely got to, and then I kind of got Will into the show. So it was like this chain of, uh, <laughs> everyone connecting to it. Um, yeah, so, you know, I guess I'll do a quick uh, spoiler warning for anybody listening. Uh, we are going to talk about the newest season of The Expanse, season five. Um, so, you know, if you're listening, hopefully you're caught up on that. Um, but uh, and also spoiler warning, we may touch on some things that are in the books that aren't in the show or vice versa. So that if anybody's planning to read the books, spoiler warning there as well, if there's any differences. Um, so hopefully we gave you enough warning <laughs> ahead of time. Um all right, cool. So, The Expanse season five. Um, let's what? Let's maybe do overall thoughts. What do you guys think? Yeah. Um, so this season, you know, obviously they had to do something different based on where the last season left off of. Uh, everyone was separated from the last season, and you kind of expect. I expected this season to have uh, a point where everyone would be brought back together, um, and that didn't really fully happen um so i was i mean i was a little disappointed that didn't happen and i think the entire season was mostly just leading up to that point where everybody does get back together uh and i didn't feel like the season actually developed itself far enough i kind of feel like amazon was trying to stretch out what's left of the book uh, as as much as possible to get another season out of it when in i i think they could have um, removed a few episodes to, to get just a little bit farther and leave us with less questions at the end. Um, what, uh, what do you think, Francis? Um, I think they did a good job. I mean, they actually took stuff out of the books that was in the books to make it shorter. Right? But I don't want to say this season was a, a setup for what's coming next, but the, the point was to just show the individuals being separated because they are a family. So just to show that they're away from each other and then how they get back to each other. And also to show what's going on with the entire solar system from what's going on. Um, it is a way of showing how society could collapse and how it could, in a way, fraction. It, it's almost like each section is having a civil war, like the belt is having a civil war. Mars is having a civil war. Earth in a way is having a civil war or a fight for power after what happens, like how should we handle this? Mm -hmm. So maybe if you want like an action packed type of season, yeah, you would be disappointed, but 
I think it was important to show what was going on in the whole scheme of what the world is like. Yeah, I I, I really liked this season um, as a you know as like a film person and as like a writer. I actually really liked how they did these storylines and they tied the individual characters into the bigger plots. You know, like 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 it was actually a smart move to like send Amos to Earth so that he can show that side of what happens because it it'd be hard to find someone on earth to show the like the the fallout of those rocks being thrown at it without having a main character there um so i thought that was a good like decision i mean i know it's in the books too but like you know it was a good idea like um the whole naomi story i mean she had a couple episodes that like i mean the acting what by dominique tipper was just great and you really felt like her character I do think that they dragged some parts of it on a little too long, but, um, but I think they did a good job there. You know, Alex, they, he had some development early on and then not so much. And we kind of know why that is. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I think Holden kind of got gypped a little bit though, this season, like his character didn't have a ton to do. (laughs) He was like, every time we saw him in any episode, it was just like five minutes of him just talking on the Rossi in every, every episode for like, you know, five episodes straight. And you're like, okay, is he going to do anything? (laughs) That's a really good point. Yeah. He had very small parts. You really did. You're walking around in his dark night outfit. You see that, uh, like, <laughs> you see that, like, Martian-styled, like, military suit he was wearing at one point on the Rossi, and you're like, what does he do? Like, why is he still wearing it? Everyone else isn't. <laughs> um, but I think I liked it, um, and, and at least it's a good character development point, like, uh, you know, point of the story. Now, I do see your point, Will. Like, there's some things that got dragged on. You're right. This could – they could have done some of this in eight episodes and then had a couple action-packed – you know on the, at the end of it um but i think they really wanted to because i think next season might be the last season um and so i think they wanted to really like really just kind of get like a final thing for these characters like you know development wise so that the final season probably can be more of that high paced you know sort of thing so you feel more like you got true character development along the way um but uh yeah i think you know so that, I mean, that's my, my thinking on it, but, um, you know, I, like, I guess, you know, we could, we talked a little bit holding there, but what do you guys think of like the Naomi storyline? It was good to be able to, uh, develop the antagonist in, in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did like that it got into that. I mean, it, I think Amazon probably could have also just, um, introduce those characters without Naomi there. Um, I, I would say overall it was a, it was a good way to introduce the antagonist though. Yeah. Not a bad storyline. Francis, what are your thoughts? I enjoyed it. I, looking back, they did stretch out Naomi stuff because the whole part of when she's on that, the ship, like at the end, like trapped there, that was only one or two chapters. So they did like stretch it up over a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the other thing is in the show, they actually, all the people know that Naomi went there in yeah. the books. She was like, I have to go do something. And she doesn't tell them at all what she's doing. So like when the leaders of countries are like, or countries, uh, the planets are talking to each other. 
say and they get messages they're like why is she over there like the, some of them are thinking like did she like defect and like she joined them and she's working with the, ter- the opa the being terrorists and attacking mm-hmm. stuff so some of i mean in the books it's more like we don't know why she's there what's going on but in the in the show like like she tells holding the first episode i need to go see my husband and my kid because i want to go save my kid so they all know what's going on so that's a difference so in the book do they still continue to develop the the storyline of naomi but the other characters are unaware of that storyline yeah so you still get to okay yeah the the way the the books are each chapter is like a pov so and each book has holden's always a pov for every book but this book the fifth book it's the only book that has amos alex and naomi having pov chapters Hmm. so it's the first time you're actually getting into their their heads of how they're actually thinking about things so that's kind of similar to the game of thrones a little bit in like the pov chapters kind of concept yeah Hmm. i think that does really sum up uh the structure of this season overall too like this this season was all about character development in my opinion um yeah, I, I do feel like developing Amos's character was important because he had a really mysterious past and we just had no idea what it was up until now. Uh, so that was really good to find out. I don't think we needed as much character development from some of the other characters. Uh, um, but yeah, Amos was was refreshing. I do, I do want to know more about, like, uh, I think her name is Clarissa. Amos is... Right. Um, yeah, woman, Clarissa, Clarissa Mao. She was Ju- uh, uh, was it Julie Mao's yeah. sister? She yeah. was the one. She yeah. She tried to. She like stowed away on the what was it on the behemoth or something or what? And she like um, tried to kill Holden. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, even she had a character. You know, she's had a character change in terms of her development. Like, um, you know, I kind of like some of the themes this season about like, like she mentions the theme of like uh expanding the tribe you know like idea and 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 the idea that like we're getting to a point where it's very much going to become like we need to put aside all our pasts and just and and move forward and try to you know reshape this like you know the and i you can see that theme throughout the whole show like like the whole crew on the rossi they have their own motives and things, but, you know, you're seeing them starting to get to get, you know, kind of have some kind of cohesion. Um, I mean, the whole situation where all the, you know, like the, what was her name? Um, the, the woman who was the new UN like secretary general who dies, you know, and then there's that guy who take, who becomes in her place. And like within a day he become like, he makes some bad decisions. <laughs> and so, and so, but you can see on that, on that um, p- panel she had like that cabinet that guy had, um they were split on like how to move forward with dealing with marco and naros and um you could see like it's it's they didn't agree with you know just keep attacking back you're just you're 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 proving his point you're helping him out in the end so let's try to work on this together let's let's turn the belters against him in some form and i think that's again this idea of putting the past aside and moving forward and I think that's a good theme they were trying to, and I, I could, and you could see it throughout. And then the irony I thought was how Naomi was trying to do that. She was trying to help her son Philip and like, like put the past behind and like move forward. But they, but Marcos is standing in the way of progress, which is the irony in that he's trying to change things, but he's standing in the way of that sort of dynamic as well. Um, 
So I thought that was kind of a fascinating twist as well. I think the writing was overall really good for those kind of like themes that they did. Um, you know, uh, but it's, you know, I, I honestly will put probably season five up there as probably one of the top, uh, you know, a couple, I, I, I think it's hard to really choose for me, which season would be number one, but this one might be up there in my hmm. opinion. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. I think I would actually put either season one or two up there uh, just because, well, that one, those, you know, introduced me to it and there was a lot of like mystery into the season and it, it mm-hmm. just kept me on the edge of the seat uh, the whole time. So. Two was good. Two was definitely a good season. Um, Francis, what do you think? What would be the best season? I liked season four a lot, but that's more because, I mean, you're actually on a different planet and then seeing all this other technology and the mystery of it all. Gotcha. Yeah. Season four, like, it, like, it, I mean, it had some cool things, but it, 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 um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't resonate as much with me. I, I've, you know, I felt like this one because of the writing and the, the politics, like the thing I've always said about, about uh, the expanse and what I, how I pitch it to people is I say it's game of Thrones in space. Like that's how I pitch it because the politics, the, you know, like the, um, like the idea of like the, the point of views of different characters that are in, you know, different roles and people who have like, storylines that kind of thread through all the politics you know like that that stuff is kind of fascinating to me and that's why i kind of that's why i kind of got into the show um so i think that you're seeing that play out you get to see the political side of it all which is cool um because it's easy to turn um you know space you know space shows in you know into like just space battles and star wars you know with like firefights and things versus like let's look at it from a rounded perspective um so i think that's why you know it it, that's why i liked it um but what do you guys think so i think we we addressed the elephant you know on in this situation which is the whole um uh the actor who plays alex um i forgot his name yeah uh his name is Actually, I guess it's not listed here. Remember I don't know. But he, I, the actor, I guess there were uh, issues of harassment that came up, sexual harassment. And so I think that that came up during filming too, I believe, during filming of the season. So they had to kind of rewrite his character story. That's why it felt like they were going down, some, in my opinion, they were going down some kind of character development route with his character early on. And then it shifted to like let's just kill him off at the end in the last episode with like a random way to kill him off off screen um but um you know so what do you guys what do you guys think of that 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 uh change i i guess it had to happen um so i i was talking to uh, a co-worker and i i didn't know this and we might want to double check these facts but uh, I guess he read that he had over 40 claims against him. Wow. I didn't realize it was that is, many. Wow. I mean, Cass, I thought uh, it was Cass Anvar is the actor's name. Cass Anvar. Cass Anvar. Yeah, there we right. go. Yeah. What were, what were you saying? I just thought it was going to be a couple. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's probably just like a zero tolerance rule now or something. Uh, and there's, there are 40 claims against him. And if that's the case, like he's yeah, been doing this for a long time. Yeah, and it just blows my mind. Yeah, you got got to get rid of him. Him as an actor, um, not as a person. I think his acting is really good. I think he's he's been a really important character to the entire story, and I think he's um, 
he just works well uh in the whole universe um so it was it was like sad to see him get killed off uh mm-hmm. and i think with the replacement they have for him i forget the name of the guy uh, i think he's gonna uh, fit bull? pretty well yeah bull there we go uh i think he'll fit pretty well in the role uh him being a different age i think he'll he'll like express a different energy uh and, and just like convey a different energy with the characters but i think he'll still fit you yeah. know yeah what do you think francis i mean because i i knew something was going to happen because they already announced that he wasn't going to be in season six right so the whole time like i was sitting there i'm like they're probably going to kill him but i'm mm-hmm. like Bobby's also on the ship though so I'm thinking like they're not going to kill Bobby off too so I'm, I'm trying to think in my head through the whole thing like how are they going to like get him away like so he can die and I'm like I don't that, I kind of feel like that ruined like the show for me because I'm, I'm thinking about this like well this has to happen and I'm trying to figure it out but the other thing is listening to the the podcast after the show that Ty and Wes do the, mm-hmm. the author of the book and he also writes for the show and Amos's character mm-hmm. or the guy who plays Amos, they were, they were talking, they were like, obviously they didn't talk about him being fired. They were just talking about the character dying. Mm-hmm. They are like, a lot of people were thinking like, oh, everyone should like die in this like amazing way. But like, they, they always talk about it. Like when you go on the, the juice, like going at all these Gs, there's always a risk of you stroking out. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we wanted to do that. Like for one thing, it's just like, this is the danger like everyone in space has to deal with. Like, you can just you're fine it's just you can stroke out and you just die and apparently like this i was kind of upset at them that they kind of spoiled in for book six i'm assuming because in the books fred doesn't die but then he was like yeah like how fred just strokes out like flying his ship and i'm like what the hell i was like i didn't get that far yet and like, <laughs> but i guess the author isn't thinking about stuff he doesn't care he he knows everything so yeah, yeah, I mean, this is one of the I mean, those rare shows where the like the writers of the show are the writers of the books, so like they're involved in the process of it. Really? Um, oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're they're they helped create the show, so like they've but that's why it's relatively, I think, faithful for the most part to what it does. But they they're able they also are able to see it from the film this the the like TV side, so they're able to make those adjustments, which is good. Um, and I, I do know, yeah, I had read that um, that technically, uh, yeah, uh, Fred's death is the stroke, in, like you just said, Francis, in the books. Uh, so they decided to kind of steal that death, give it to Alex, and then they killed off Fred in a slightly more shocking way early on um, to fit the storyline. But my thing with the death of, of Alex was like, you heard him talking fine when she when when Bobby gets to Naomi, you know, spinning through space. And then you get back and he's like stroked out. I'm like the, he should have sounded like he was having trouble breathing in that, you know, when you hear his voice and you're like, wait, what's happening to Alex. And then you see him and he's dead. It just felt like a quick jump. Like they just, you know, I was like, Whoa, that's how they did it. Like, I agree. I was wondering when it was going to happen. I I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know the science of it, but I feel like if you are like putting yourself on that much stress, like it might just happen. Like, yeah in like seconds like just like that like if something just bursts in your head and you're just like well, okay I'm yeah good. like if you had like a brain aneurysm like that's not what they said uh, no yeah it was a stroke, if that yeah. happened it'd probably be is that not instantaneous like you're just dead yeah, i mean that's a good point it could be it could have just been that quick you're right uh 
it just like I guess it just I guess maybe it just catches it caught everybody off guard like how they were going to do that and so I think it's just hard to like process it because I guess we're you know we are sort of accustomed to movies and shows when they kill off characters being some epic dramatic way of doing it uh you know game of thrones and like the expanse are kind of those two exceptions where like game of thrones you know early on was like we'll kill anybody who we want to you know and you don't know when it's coming you know the books kind of told us but like um you know and the same thing with the expanse but uh so you know but this is definitely a big departure from the book so it's just kind of interesting but um yeah i mean definitely caught me off guard but obviously you know you listen the guy has so you know he done done some bad things you know they you got to get you got to get rid of him and, and that stuff's got to get handled um you know hopefully he you know if he is guilty hopefully that you know he gets in trouble for it and he you know had you know whatever those sort of results are you know for that but um yeah it's it's gonna be interesting so we think maybe bull might be his replacement i mean what do you guys think i think they did bring clarissa on to kind of also maybe be in that role huh yeah, I actually assumed it was going to be Bull. Um, I didn't even think about Clarissa. Because, yeah, yeah, it might be. That's a, a good thought. Well, hmm. Bull, I think, will replace Alex as, like, the pilot. But um, Clarissa is just going to be in addition. Because mm-hmm. in, the, in the books, like, early on and before everyone gets separated, Naomi's talking to Holden, like, you know, the ship, you're supposed to have, like, 16 people running it, and we have, like, four like hmm. normally to run like a ship you would have redundancy so you each position has two people mm-hmm. you're there essentially 20 well however you separate time and space 24 <laughs> seven, like constantly you you have like two captains two pilots two communications people so she's saying like when we all get back from this stuff we should think about bringing on some additions so essentially in the books like when everyone separates like you can tell when they all come back, like they're bringing an additional person. So Amos brings Clarissa. They're they're both like maintenance people or engineer type people. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex is bringing Bobby along, though I think Bobby is more going to be like a captain, like Holden, because she has more experience. I don't think she's going to be a pilot. And I th- I think that's where they were probably planning on going but then they had to replace alex as well so they mm-hmm. brought bull in yeah because I, I mean bull in the books he's in book three and he dies in book three so oh really just like this seems like a good guy to, to bring <laughs> over here yeah so there you go there's a big already another big change i um i'm glad bobby's i mean i hope she's gonna finally join the team i mean it was getting tired of her always like kind of being on it but not being on it and you're like just get on the ship already <laughs> just join the, the team you know she's a good character too so yeah, yeah. absolutely so now one thing actually uh francis kind of brought up uh, it's something he like touched on um just like the characters that are brought onto the ship the um opa uh and don't they have another name that it's just not coming to my uh, mind right now the belters how do the belters know how to use all that equipment um that's the only thing that I've I've wondered. Like, is the equipment supposed to be so user friendly that they're just able to jump on without much of any training and understand how to fly a ship and and work it? I, I just thought that was like a, an interesting thing. Like, how do they get their training? Um, I mean, they're more like working class people, 
so like they're like the blue collar workers like they're always like out there working on stuff so they're probably used to like making craft work like jerry rigging stuff to work so essentially if they're handed a martian ship they probably don't have to do as much work as they normally have to do to make something work so they're like oh this thing just works i just hit this button there you go i don't have to like wire something this way and oh okay that's a good point the way it's it's set up like they're really are like the oppressed people like they're just like we need few people to do this work for us because we're not doing all this heavy labor and that's that's one reason that this happens that he that Aneros rebels he's more of a an extremist that's like well we don't really want to work with them and essentially make a different kind of class we just want to be, be in charge in a way also in the i don't think i don't know if they touch on it that much in the show but in the in the books it's more that their their species is going to like disappear because once they go through the gates and everyone has a, a world that they can just live on the the belters are just going to go away because they're not that they're bred but living in space like your body changes like you're, you're stretched you most of them if they go on a place that has gravity they can't handle it and they'll well it shows in season four it shows naomi can't handle even with the drugs she she can't handle being on there like she's having mm-hmm. heart attacks or her her heart can't handle pumping her blood through your your bone density isn't working right so they're like if everyone just goes on these planets in a couple of generations there's going to be no belters at all and they're upset about that hmm. good point yep yeah i i, I did you know, I, I liked the allegory, I think, of last season being kind of like Westward expansion, um, like season four, that idea of like this manifest destiny idea. So like the, you know, and, and like the belters are like, you know, hey, this is our chance to kind of get like our own our own thing. Um, so that I liked that idea, um, you know, sort of how they played with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where this all goes. Um you know, it, it's they the the military general on the the Martian general guy. Uh, you know, that was definitely like different. Um, you know, I, I always thought. Let me go to this. The whole point about the um, the proto molecule, like I mean, I never felt that they they destroyed it. I, I think they did a bad job of trying to sell that they actually destroyed the the thing early on <laughs> in the season. But um, I knew something was going to come back into play somehow. Uh, but I, I, you know, I didn't expect it to be part of that deal between Marcos and Naros and the Martians. But um, so that was definitely a bit of a twist for me. Did, did they try to say they just, dist- well, I mean, they told the public it was destroyed, but I don't think they, they tried to make like the viewers think it was destroyed. Well, I, I think Holden and Bull, they were all kind of like, you know, they were for a couple episodes operating under the fact that they thought that it was possibly blown up in that explosion of the, of the ship that they were chasing. And, um, but uh, you know, I, I don't think it was ever really. It was too. It was too hard to buy that. Um, so, but now we see that you know it was obviously sold to the Martians, and they're uh, you know going to use it to try to what operate a giant. What was that thing in the finale there? Like uh, in the uh, yeah the gates. What happened there? It, it, it was really strange because so at first I thought what happened was maybe that's just how they move through uh the gates maybe that just happens every time but that doesn't really make any sense because why would they show that feature just now instead of earlier and maybe i thought maybe it could be um that the 
that they were being attacked or destroyed because they were considered like bad actors or something. And, and maybe, <laughs> maybe the Martians have like a new weapon or uh, what I think is most likely. And, and Francis probably obviously knows he read the books, but uh, I figured that it's probably something Marcos knows about that no one else knows about. And he activated something uh, so that. So would... I think you're referring to, right? Like the, um, those like, those like dark like yeah cloud things that kind of like went through it right yep um yeah that definitely is some kind of what extra dimensional thing or something francis what do you think um well just just to clarify about the books i'm caught up to the books but is caught up to with the the show okay so, ah like, okay so, all right so each, good. each season of the show is a book so i'm on i just finished book five which is season five so i'm in a way essentially the same as you guys um but with with that i think what happened with that is whatever killed the builders so the people who built the proto molecule and all these things so you are like sitting there like so i i don't know if those are it's a weapon or if that's like what the things look like so i mean theorizing it's either some kind of technology that's like the proto molecule that this other uh creatures made or whatever you want to call them or it's like the thing itself because mm. i feel i don't know if they're going i don't know if you guys have read or, or watched um his dark materials but like you know in a way the way theirs works like they in that series when they reach a hole and go into like a different dimension like they create like this specter like a thing that that can kill people so i don't mm. know if by using this interdimensional wormhole type thing, you're either going into another dimension that has these creatures or you're creating these creatures that are hmm. upset. But, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't, I, I've heard, you know, thoughts that it's like the, you know, there were, right. There were these supposed ancient civilization that, that killed off the people, who, the ones who created the protomolecule, right. That there was like an even bigger one. So they're saying it could be something along those lines, but but at the way end too in the credits you saw that thing floating in the like on one of the planets um, Laconia which Laconia is a reference to ancient Greece like Sparta was in Laconia um, so which probably has to do with like weaponizing and military and Sparta Martians kind of all kind of fits together but like um, yeah that what what was what do you think that thing is was it a ship or was it some kind of weapon that's floating in above that planet across in I mean that's definitely something interesting. Hmm. I mean, it's probably a ship. I would say. I mean, for all like even on on Illus in season four, I think they touched on it in the the show. But in the books, like the moons are like tech, like technology, and they help regulate stuff. In in the book, like one of them turns red, and it, it starts melting down too. So, hmm. and hmm. like it shoots the like because it has multiple moons, and other moon like shoots down stuff when they're sending things down to. The planet when like they shut everything down and the reactors don't work mm -hmm. so like they have things floating around different areas too depending also depending on what the planet they're on was used for by the builders yeah that's true. because illus was a essentially a gas station like that that was meant to like process minerals and mm -hmm. lithium and stuff and then like they would just go there get energy and and leave gotcha yeah it's gonna be fascinating I, i'm 
I'm really curious to see what they do with this season. And like you said, it's probably the last season of the show. So, well, you know. Yes and no. They're, they're also coy about what they're saying because from what I heard with the books, like after book six, there's a, a jump in time. So depending on how much of that jump is, if they don't have the same characters, they're probably like, well, we don't have the same characters, so it's not going to be the same show. Hmm. So hmm. Maybe a spinoff or something then? You know, it would probably just be a continuation, but probably because they won't have the same characters, they don't want to say it's the same show. Gotcha. Because I, because yeah. I feel like some people, a lot of people would get upset. Like if you're like, yeah, it's the same show, but like all the characters are gone and they're all new. <laughs> so yeah, probably, might be upset. Good point. Um, so because they do say yeah. they're they're continuing with the stories, so they're yeah, that's probably what the thing is. It's like it's a good point to like break. You can get new people. So, yeah. So. Why don't we make some predictions for next season? What do you guys think might happen? Uh, so I think that the ring is going to get destroyed at okay. some point. So uh, that's going to be one part. Um, I think that uh, Marcus Anaros is probably going to get away with what he did and um, probably end up in his own universe stuck there. Uh, and I'd probably say like the belt is going to be just considered its own, not nation, but, uh, I don't know, group <laughs> that's respected by the other three areas from now on. Good idea. I like it. I like it. Francis, any predictions? I mean, I mean, I, part of me wants to say, I feel like whatever the Martians are doing, they're going to end up like coming back and breaking their deal with Marcos and like mm-hmm. coming in and just attacking so they can take over everything. But I also feel like if they're in the future, if they're doing a time jump, that would like make the most sense. The time jump would be them coming back. So I, that's the only thing that's tripping me up and it's trying to think about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they, you, they have to at least come to some kind of realization or conclusion to what's happening with yeah. the, the rings and what's attacking them or what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that, I mean, that's a crazy idea to just think like you're going through, you're going through the gate and then you just get atomized to like everything. And you're just like disintegrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like just weird. I, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I, I, I predict that I predict that Philip will, turn on his dad on Marcos um, and, and lead like some kind of rebellion against him or mutiny or, or he'll try to save his mother or something in, in some kind of process. I also think that I think Holden, I think if, if they wanted to kind of have a cool twist to the end here, I think you kill off Holden, like Holden sacrifices himself to like, kind of like end something big here. And like, he becomes like this symbolic, like he, because he fought for, for the all three, you know, groups sort of like this, this like future where everyone, he could become the symbol that unites them all, you know, like, and kind of thing that would be kind of interesting. Um, I think is like his death would unite the belt and Martin, the, the, you know, in Mars and, and earth uh, because of all of this. So I think that'd be kind of fascinating too, but um, hmm. I think it's gonna be interesting see where this all goes so um cool so any any last minute points you guys want to make before we wrap up here i don't think so it was definitely good uh i think i learned a few things here and 
it gives me a better insight into um, what's probably going to be happening next. So, yeah, no, I think this was good. Awesome. Francis, any thought, any last minute thoughts? No, I mean, it just seems like every season they're progressing in storytelling as well as just visuals, like how they're filming everything. So I think next season, hopefully if they're able to film it the way they, they want to be able to film it and everyone can get together, I, I think it would be even better than what they've been doing. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. It's one of the few shows that I think progressively either gets better or it stays, you know, as good. And that's rare. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you next season. So awesome. Thank you guys for, for joining me. Thank you for doing the podcast. Uh, I'm sure I'll try to have you guys on again, you know, at some point. And uh, obviously maybe when the next season comes out in a, whatever it is, a year or two years we'll be able to do one again and see if some of our predictions came true. So uh, thanks guys for, for joining me. And uh, thank you everyone uh, who's listening. Have a great rest of your day and uh, have a good one.